Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. All right, here we go. Hey guys, welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. This is a little different format than what I normally do. I've got some new friends of mine on the show, and we're going to be talking about collecting payments for your vacant land deals. We There's some software out there that a lot of people use, and you know it works. Um, and I'm not going to talk names you know, or talk trash about other people or other software, but it's kind of a little clunky maybe, and there's not much support. And I've had some students trying to use it and I've been like, I, I, it doesn't work. I don't get it. And I can't get anybody to answer my emails. And the merchant accounts are shutting me down and will help. What do I do? So Paul, it was, it was the, as you're watching here on Zoom, is the guy below me. Paul, how you doing, Paul? Hey, Joe. Good, good. Thanks for having us. Paul's yeah. with a company that I've heard of before. It's called Zimple Money. Zimple with a Z. And Paul reached out to me just kind of out of the blue. And I saw his email out of the blue. And uh, he said, hey, we help land investors collect payments on their notes with our software. And I thought, oh, this is really interesting because I'd heard of Zimple Money before, but I didn't know that they had anything specifically made for land investors. I thought, you know, because some of the other companies out there that do note collections or whatever, when they find out you're in real estate, they're like, oh, no, and they're going to they shut you down. So when Paul told me, no, no, we want to work with land investors. And we've got this really cool platform. I thought, oh, this is cool. And Paul with him has uh, Ted, who is the CEO of Zimple Money. How are you doing, Ted? Hi, great. Thanks for having us. And Steve in the background, who for some reason um, is having camera technical difficulties. That's okay. We still like you, Steve. Welcome to the show, Steve. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you having us on. And so I said, hey, Paul, let's do a podcast where you can show me how Zimple Money works. And he said, great, let's do it. And I've heard good things about Simple Money from other investors that use them. And so I thought, let's, let's just turn this into a YouTube podcast type of a thing and show people how Simple Money is used. I don't get anything out of this. I just thought this would be a good educational thing for our audience. And if you go to uh, simplemoney.com slash land sellers, simplemoney.com, simple with a Z as in zebra, simplemoney.com slash land sellers. When I saw this page, I thought, oh, bingo. This is what I want. I want a platform that the company is okay with real estate investors and specifically land investors with using. So welcome to the show, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, thanks, thanks Joe. I think not not just um, okay with land investors and land sellers, but that is, you know, one of our target verticals. Um, you, you know, we really place a lot of emphasis on making sure our solution, uh, you know, meets with their needs and and we offer the the support that that they need to kind of get up and running and, and make their business run smoothly. I like the sound of that. Sounds good to me. Um, I'm looking at your website here. Maybe I should share my screen. You're going to share your screen here in a minute. You're going to kind of walk us through. This is what attracted me to it because, I, oh, they even have a page for land sellers. <laughs> I thought this is cool. Are you servicing more than five notes in your land sale business? I'll just say from us, We've always wholesaled our land deals. In other words, we've just sold them for cash. And about, I don't know, eight, 10 months ago, we decided let's start doing some notes instead. Let's start creating some notes. And within the last eight months, we've got about 15 notes. Each of these notes generates about an average of two, $300 a 
a month in cash flow, which is really good. And if I look at that thinking, man, if I would have focused more on notes instead of just selling everything quickly, we made great money with it. I could be making a lot more money. Uh, but the software that we use, unfortunately, right now is just really clunky and cumbersome. And I'm, as somebody who's teaching and coaching people how to do land deals, I, I, I'm looking for a good platform that I could use that is better. So this is a commercial grade platform for loan accounting and automated collections. You can set the borrower's fees and the repayment schedule. Most of our notes we sell on five years. Um, we're starting to do more 10-year notes, anywhere from you know, 8 to 10% interest rates. Uh, our properties are anywhere that we're selling are anywhere from ten dollars to $30,000 in that range. Uh, customized bank-level reporting, manage your entire loan portfolio, and turn a cost center into a revenue uh, into revenue for your business. So I was wondering if you guys could uh, kind of demo Simple Money and talk about first maybe how it works and, and, and how do you use it? Yeah, Steve, Absolutely. do you want to jump in and kind of give some of the background? Yeah, um, so, my, so my background, I started as in the banking industry, so I'm pretty familiar with notes and managing notes and running portfolios. So I kind of came to the table with that understanding. And um, the big challenge that I saw in the marketplace as a lender and investor, not dissimilar to you guys, is there was no really tool out there that could connect the payment component uh, that was so important when you're collecting on notes. So we started the business in 2008 with the initial architect and design, designed it, built it, and went live in 2009, and have been actively uh, supporting the business ever since. Essentially, it lets you as a land seller at, with a merchant agreement with the, whether it be ACH or credit card, process your payments on a seller a contract in order to collect those. We've been doing it a long time. One of the big advantages is that there are um, our particular merchant providers and uh, partners don't require any reserves. That was one of the things that I stipulated when we started working with these particular providers because it makes no sense. And it makes things life much more complicated. So with the, you know, with the goal of making it really easy so that it's not complicated and that, and that the lender can have total control over what's happening, that's how we started. And essentially that's what exists today. We've been doing business with a lot of land resellers for many, many, many years. You know, we, we have nearly a billion dollars worth of, at, you know, worth of loans in our port, in the portfolio that's in the database. And we've gotten a lot of input and a lot of them. A lot of the uh, improvements, you know, over the last 14 years have been uh, driven by resell and land reseller requirements. So we're real, you know, we think that the solution is pretty deep. I always go back to, you know, simple to use, but it's got a lot of capability. Can we talk about real quickly here, um, some of the problems that land investors are having now when they try to use different solutions that revolve around Stripe? A lot of, a lot of customers are trying to use, a lot of land investors are trying to use Stripe and Stripe, when they find out that you're doing real estate or land, they'll shut you down, right? Yep. Why, why is that? Well, most of the time, I mean, I, Ted's the expert on credit card payments, but if you're taking credit card payments using Stripe uh, and you are selling land with a land note, some kind of a note, they're going to close you down because as a, as a merchant, the merchant agreement says you can't collect on debt payments using your credit card, just kind of as simple as that. Ted, you might be able to elaborate a little further on that. Sure. Um, so, yeah, Stripe has built a great business and they, um, they've they made it really easy for lots of merchants to accept credit cards or accept bank account payments. 
you know, particularly focusing on e-commerce, so merchants that play in the in, in selling stuff online. But they're very, very broad uh, in that they, you know, they serve all sorts of different types of merchant verticals. And in the payments world, at the end of the day, anybody who's facilitating payments, whether that's bank payments or credit cards, they need to work with what's called a sponsoring bank. And those banks will have, you know, different rules about what types of merchant categories they support. And so what's going on behind the curtain is that Stripe's sponsor bank, you know, has uh, has real estate uh, investors on on an exclusionary list. They don't want to support that vertical. And so when Stripe finds that out, they kind of got to follow the rules that they've been given by their issuing. Obviously, we've been in business and, and doing this kind of business for a long time. We've got great relationship with our financial partners and, and have been been able to to support it su- successfully. You know, there's even other platforms that I've seen land investors use. And if you scroll to the bottom of the page on that website, it says a Stripe verified partner, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and so these other platforms are actually using Stripe. And I look at that thinking, well, how did how are they even using this other software with Stripe? It doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe they're just kind of classifying their business as something else that is okay. I don't. What do you mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what uh, exactly what a Stripe verified partner means. Uh, I mean, Stripe's whole business is working with software companies and, and enabling embedded payments inside of that. You know, I'm not sure sort of what 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 sort of vetting process they went through. But if they've got a problem with the end customer that um, that that software is trying to support, you know, I'm not sure you know, how sustainable that is or how supportable right. that is. Because the worst thing that could happen is you've now got 10, 20, 30 notes. Stripe finds out and no. uh, they say, hey, you're done. You know, yeah. what are you going to do that? Right. Yeah. And they'll cut you off like that day. Right. <laughs> you, you know, so, you know, then I, I imagine they've got to scramble and try and find some other solution, which isn't a boat that anybody wants to be in. But you guys also do ACH withdrawing, right? Like, and, mm-hmm. and explain what ACH is. How is that different in credit cards? So, uh, ACH is. So I'll just give sort of the highest level overview, and then you know, please jump in and and uh, and go deeper. I mean, ACH is is the bank to bank payment network inside the United States. So the most common use case is people who get their paycheck via direct deposit. Money shows up in your bank account. Um, that that usually comes from your employer's bank account, and the the rails that connect those two things is is the ACH network. It's used for all sorts of other things too, like. Paying your mortgage or paying loans or 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 you know making online payments with Zelle. Zelle is all based on on the ACH network as well. Steve, go ahead. No, I was going to agree. It's essentially you know the network that was put up and created by the Federal Reserve. It's managed and, and organized by a private entity called NACHA, uh, which is a group of people who transmit using that Federal Reserve network. You have to have a bank relationship to do that, so it requires a bank to bank connection and those are one those are the things that you know we facilitate and then just like just like a credit card you you know if you want to draft someone's account you have to be a merchant so those are the you know sort of the tool sets that are available to use we have a you know there's a merchant application process usually you know it's a couple of days it's not too painful but, you know it's just validating who you are and that what you're doing and again, in our case, we've been working with our processors and partner and bank partners long enough. They know we have a large portfolio of land note collection going on, and it works perfectly well with you know with ACH and real estate and collections. 
Okay, so you have to, Simple Money is a software and you work with other merchant accounts, right? Yeah. Okay, so if somebody wants to use Simple Money, they need to apply for a merchant account with one or two or three different companies that you work with or just one? How does that work? Well, right now, you know, we're working through some of the gateway issues with credit cards so they don't have to apply if they have a merchant account already. Uh, if they have a credit card merchant business, that's fine. We can use that merchant account. If it's for an ACH uh, processing, then there is an application, one-page application process and documentation process that's necessary. And that's pretty much it. Um, not too, you know, it's not too painful. Again, it's keeping in mind we're working in the banking environment. So it's not too dissimilar to walking into the bank and opening up a bank account. We're looking, you know, they're looking for a driver's, you know, some sort of identification, bank information. They're going to do a credit check just like they would if you were making a loan. And then once that, oh, sorry. Then once that's approved, then you have access to draft accounts. The other part is, is you can be a merchant on the credit card side and that's the only thing you do, or you can be a merchant on the ACH side and that's all you can do, or you can do both. Either one, it's up to you. So when you're setting up a new customer, a new buyer on your land note, you can let them choose whether they want to do ACH or credit card? So long as you're a merchant in both of those, yes. And do you have to have really good credit to get approved for a merchant account? Well, you know, that's a great question. We've never had anybody turned down but I also think that uh, there is a credit you know, requirement there because they are going to do a credit investigation. There are issues. They're going to ask more questions. In general, I don't think you have to have superlative credit to become a merchant. Okay. Um, so can you show the software? Do you want to show that you have a little four-minute video? Do you want to show that real quick what it, so people get an idea maybe what it is you guys do? Paul, that's you, buddy. Absolutely. Yes. Let me share my screen here. Give me just a second. Guys, that link again, while Paul's getting that open, is uh, zimplemoney.com, Z-I-M-P-L-E, like simple with the letter Z and zebra, zimplemoney.com slash land sellers. And I think maybe there's a video there. No, it's a different video. It's a minute long, but this is a video, Paul, that you were showing me. And I said, hey, let's let's show yeah. this video to uh, the podcast here. Yeah, this is a uh, contains the intro and then shows a bit of the registration and sign up process, some of the functionality, a deeper dive. Here we go. Okay, yeah, let's see it. Back in the days, people tracked their loans using spreadsheets. How old fashioned? Spending hours upon hours meticulously entering in data, hoping you don't make a mistake. This, of course, is the old way of tracking loans. Fast forward to the 21st century. And now we have online software that makes this time-consuming chore simple. Or should we say simple? Welcome to Zimple Money, your automated solution for tracking loans and collecting payments. So save yourself the time and hassle of using spreadsheets or other more expensive loan tracking software. You deserve better. In this helpful tutorial, we'll show you how easy it is to get started on our website and quickly and effortlessly create a loan. First, register your account. Enter your name, email, and phone number. Confirm your account. Then just verify your mobile number and fill out some security information. And that's it. Now you have access to our premium loan trackers, including ACH deposits. Now let's create your first loan. Click start a new contract. Then for most loan types, we recommend choosing premium loan tracker. First, fill out the details regarding your loan, including loan amount, interest rate, and type of loan. And if you're not sure what type of loan you have, don't worry, we provide explanations for each of the available loan types. You can even decide on the grace period, late fee type, and the amount for the late fee and return fee. 
Once you've submitted all the information, click Next. Now enter the email address of your borrower and they will be invited to make online payments. The last step is to confirm your choices. Here you can add the bank account where you want the payments to be deposited. Now add your credit card information. Accept the terms of use and Zimple Money fees by clicking the box, then click Confirm. And that's it! Your loan is now being tracked. It's just that simple, right? When you want to view or manage your loans, you can do so by clicking the My Portfolio button. Your loans will be listed on this screen along with key information. You can view a loan by clicking the title. Here you will find the current payment and loan terms summary. In the details section, you can manage borrowers, including adding guest access. You have a ledger section with the ability to export as either an Excel document or PDF, or you can print the ledger. Your documents section is where you can upload any documents you want for safekeeping. Here we'll upload the contract. Payment is where you manage the contact and mailing information for your borrower. Posts is where you can note your account. Very helpful to record important events or upcoming changes to the loan. You can set the post to only me, which means the note is only visible to you. Otherwise, the note will be available to anyone you give access to the loan file. The Schedule tab is a forward-looking amortization schedule that shows future payments, principal, interest, fees, and loan balances. By clicking on Account, you can manage your account, upgrade your subscription, and find the Reports section. We've provided many useful report options from late payments, revenue report, interest paid, cash flow, maturing loans, and more. Feel free to click on each report link to familiarize yourself with how the report works. If you need help using our platform, don't worry, we got you covered. We provide three tiers of support with our ever-expanding forum, FAQ, and Health Center. Links to all three of these sections are conveniently located at the bottom of every page. There, you're likely to find the answers you need. But if for some reason the answer isn't there, then click Contract Support on your loan page and we'll be happy to help. That's it. You're now ready to take full advantage of the Zimple Money platform. Cool. Zimple Money. For all your loan tracking needs, the answer is Zimple. All right. It looks like Steve got his video to work, too. <laughs> There's yeah. Steve. Operator error. <laughs> cool. So, <laughs> can you walk through maybe setting up a new loan, and maybe I could ask you some questions as you're going through it? Could you demo that? Sure. But Just looking long. at that video and, and thinking about what we have to use. Uh, I don't want to talk bad about this other software, but, Mike, this is, <laughs> this is way better. So I'll, let me... Um, let me, uh, I'm, I'm logged in and ready to go. So let me just get to the uh, Zoom page. And if I have access, I will share my screen. Okay. So I think the video took us all the way to this particular page. Yeah. Which okay. you'll, yeah. So we'll just take it from there. And it's, it's as simple as this. I'm going to say, you know, again, Joe's uh, test. It's a $7,000 loan. It's, I mean, we have a lot of land people that are at zero interest or, or have some other thing that they have. So we'll just say, Joe, how do you do your loans? You I do 9%. 9%. You can pick between 360 and 365 days. It's really specific to the kind of contract that you're, uh, you're trying to replicate. Yeah. Most of our users put in fixed payment paid date so that it will collect interest all the way through the paid date. We can just sort of at this point test what that looks like by running a quick 
calculate. I got to put the months in. I'll just, you said 60 months. So let's just see what we've got here. So and this they're putting in the, the fixed so payment? It's actually, this particular case is we have a lot of land users that are actually already have a signed contract with their borrower. This is set up so that, you know, if the amortization that we calculated was $253 and you had on your contract 250 we let you put in the 250 Okay. So that's essentially just takes your amortization and just makes it tie into the current contract. So it's as simple as that. And then on the on the left hand side of the screen, you can what I refer to as you can test, you know, the the model, making sure the numbers are all right that you put them in correctly. And then, so let me ask you a couple of questions here, real quick. Yeah, here. Um, sometimes when we're advertising a property for owner financing, we'll tell them, hey, five hundred dollar deposit, and then then when you pay that. We don't do any credit checks or whatnot. Then we'll start the rest of the paperwork. So there's almost like the way we've done it in the past. We give there's like two payment links. There's one link to make the deposit. It's a one-time fee process to get the ball rolling. Then we create the note after that. Can we do that here, where we get we collect a deposit or one-time payment? Does that make sense? Yeah. What I usually suggest is you go ahead and put in the total amount of the sales contract. Okay. So rather than putting in sixty five hundred, you put seven thousand. Right. right. Okay. And then that gives you the total. You click it, you know, next. And again, this is where you would fill in all the appropriate information associated with the borrower because I'm acting as a merchant here. I'm going to not do that just for the sake of speed here. I'm going to add myself as the other borrower um, just so I can manage both of the sides. But in the case of our merchants, you're going to collect some information on the borrower. Right. So, and this is where you'll be able to choose between the checking account or a, a credit card in order to collect that payment. Again, okay, gonna, so do you have a way to where they can check out online or do we need to do this over the phone with them? You can, well, so we have a full API that they can, they can be on your website buying the, buying the property and all this data can have across uh, digitally. Oh, that's cool. So there's there's even, you can demo or show uh, or well, we can't. I can't really demo it because we don't have a link to any. You know, I'd have to. And we're going into a cut client account. But essentially, the system takes everything that I'm doing here manually. And if you're taking that same information online, you can you can just push it over to our system and have a finished loan contract. All right. So I want to clarify. This is important. If somebody has on their website, they're advertising a property. You can have a button on there or some kind of form that. The, the customer says, yeah, I want this property for seven grand and $150 a month for 60 months. There, there can be a checkout feature that would take them to a place where they could then yep. put in their name, yep. credit card, or check in, whatever. And then they can yep. pay the $500 deposit to get started on this. Right. And, and essentially, your, your side of this, the website that you're collecting the data, should already have all this information in there, right? It should be something that's standard. So you don't need, so as a land seller, you don't even have to talk to this. You can just, you get preset the dollar amount of the sale, the interest rate, all these terms, and all they need to do is say yes. And then they're going to see that they're going to see their screens and say, you know, up, you know, provide a credit card or a bank account and all the information associated with that. And then it'll get, it'll get pushed to you in order to confirm that there it's all good to go. And then all you do is hit a yes. And then the loans instantly. But How do really customers... How do your customers do it with terms of the paperwork and the contracts? How do they typically do? What's the workflow for that? Well, for, from our standpoint, the workflow on the paperwork is really all up to you. We don't really, you know, we're really looking at the collection and the tracking of the loan. So we don't need any paperwork associated with the sale of a, the sale of a piece of real estate. All we're looking for 
are these, you know, 13 some odd fields in order to put it into the database. And then the next step is getting the, you know, the borrower or the payer information into the database. And that's when, again, the merchants, either they can do it direct, you know, through that web interface, or they can do it online. Most, I would say 90% of the people, you know, what we usually suggest, do it this way a few times, get comfortable with it so you know how it works. If you want to take it to the next step where it's a fully integrated solution, terrific, because it'll just make your business happen more quickly and allow you to do it without being there. And to me, you know, again, you know, our, our whole premise was how do we make this system really efficient so nobody has to ever log in, right? That's what we want in order for, you know, so you wake up in the morning and you see you've sold three properties and you've boarded three loans and you got $1,500 in your bank account from the transaction. Well, all those can be integrated. Okay, so the, the customer, the end buyer, the buyer who's buying the land, uh, do they have a portal they can log in and see their note and see any documents or things like that? Yeah, so let me, I'm going to pull out of here for a minute because the next steps are just putting in more data. I don't think we want to really go to that level. Let me pop up. I'm going to go, I'm going to go into a customer account here and I'll show you what it looks like. So I'm going to find, I'm going to find a lender or a borrower here because the question is, you know, what about, who, who are the borrowers, right? So let's take a quick look through here and see if we can get to a borrower. So hang tough. Guys, I'm, this is all the back end of our system. You never have to deal with this. So that's good. So this is, the, so the bar review for a moment here is exactly the same as the lender view, all right? There's no difference. So it's totally transparent. Yeah. So they have a details page. They can modify and make changes to their bank account information should they want to. There's the ledger tab, just like what you saw before, documents, payments. They're looking at a little bit different payment tab. Again, that's the only significant difference. They see the same schedules that you do. Again, the other fundamental difference is is, is as a a borrower, you don't see uh, or you don't have any controls to edit. And I want to make this point by going back to uh, the lender's view for a minute here, because it's important to recognize this is one of the things that we find really helpful for our customers, particularly people doing land or cars, which is also a popular vertical. And I know that other company that you're referring to makes people jump through hoops to do this. Yes. You can manage you can manage due dates. Oh, okay. It's okay. There's no calling customer support. You can manage the payment amount anytime. So if they're they're maybe are late for a month or miss a couple months, we can change the payment terms and they can you can move that what they owe to the back of the loan or something. Absolutely. There's no, I mean, it's always goes to the back of the loan. It doesn't never goes away. It just skips, you know, it just skips or postpones payments. So those are two things that are, I know that are really important to anybody who's borrowing or lending money of any kind or selling land, right? Yeah. The job, you know, somebody's job changes. They start, they stop getting paid on the 30th and now they're getting paid on the 10th. They call you and say, we'd like to have you make that change. You click here, you change it to the temp, and it's done. Really simple. Uh, you set it up where, could you even set it a schedule where it's it, it's paid every two weeks? Yes. Like when they get paid? Yes. That's I, something that is huge, by the way, when I had a bunch of rental properties. Yeah. Uh, I set it up where instead of, I took their annual rent divided by 26. Yep. Then I would withdraw the rent from their checking account every two weeks on the same days they got paid. Yep. Guess how many late rents I got? None, None. after doing that. 
Yeah, and they I mean, loved they, it. They would love it. They said, "This is so nice. I don't have to worry about it." It's just I, I learned. I started thinking, "This is what the government does when they collect our taxes." Exactly. Draw the money right out of the paycheck. <laughs> so we handle the two. You know, again, I just went to the tool here. You can do quarterly, monthly, right. weekly. So you've got those tools as well. Again, that happened to be something that our car dealers wanted to do because just yeah. like you described, if you can tie it to a payday, it's a lot easier to collect. That's huge. Right? So that's a nice. big that's a big change. So the other thing I wanted to just touch on too, again, on change, you know, how flexible and and, and adaptive it is. You know, somebody says, I've been paying fifteen hundred dollars a month from the beginning of this loan. You know, can I increase it to eighteen hundred dollars? You go, Yeah, I can do that. Or you go, or they, or he says, you know, my wife just lost her job. Can we move it down to a thousand bucks for a few weeks and I'll circle back with? Really easy, really easy. The schedule tab also, there's a tool in here that says, you know, let's just say Joe calls Steve and Joe says, I couldn't make, I can't make my payment this month. I go, okay, no problem, Joe. We'll just go ahead and skip that payment. Bam, done. Okay. Really. You can also add, just I see some people do this, they'll add, uh, we do it too. I don't remember our numbers, but we charge a certain fee every month to use online payment. And that helps us recover our cost for using the software. So do, do you have lane investors that do that? Some kind of merchant fee or? Yep, right here. So right. you go back to your, you know, you go back to your, what do you want to charge? So let's just say, you know, you're going to charge $24.99 a month for the service fee. Yeah. You know, it's, it's as easy as that. There you go. And then the, the service fee is in there. One time. Yeah. If you've got a hundred notes, you want to, you want another bucks one? a month on each note. That's, you know, that's, a, that's yeah. So this is the, a month. yeah, this is the, yeah. you know, profit. This is the income generating opportunity where you're, you know, you're paying, and, and again, depends on the payment amount, but let's just say you're paying six bucks to, you know, to us to process and to manage this for you for the software license. You can add a lot of things. The other thing that we see a lot of land users doing is real estate taxes. You know, so oh, you can do you can tax. There's another one for, you know, for that particular purpose. I'm going to, again, do that so you can do that. When you add, you know, money into this bucket here, it also allows you, if you wanted to, to push funds into a separate escrow account that you manage. So you can actually accumulate your real estate tax collections nice. into your own independent bucket. There's a lot of tools. The other thing that we see as a one-time fee if you know this is a one-time fee, this is your, uh, you know, your loan doc fee. Yeah. You know, then that maybe that's 250 bucks and it's done. So it'll collect it. You know, you can choose to collect it with, you know, and, and not charge them extra for it. So if their payments, again, $1,500, you could include it in the $1,500 or you can add it to the payment. So it's 1500 you know, so it's now it's 1750 on the first draw. So there's a lot of tools for that. Nice. So... We get asked all the time on every sales call. And, you know, you have your elevator pitch, right? Um, any any sales-related conversation. And this quickly turns into a dollar-for-dollar, dollar, penny-for-penny versus the other guy. And when we show them this platform that you can add fees, add recurring fees, you can take a um, the fee for premium support or for a loan uh, setup fee and charge the borrower, share it with the borrower. They're expecting that anyway. This yeah. turns into a profit center. This is yeah. not a cost. This is a profit center. And that's how our subscribers use this. Yeah, that's huge. So a lot it of is. tools. Yeah, a lot of a lot of tools. And I think the other thing that we're 
really conscientious is that as we get ideas, and I'm going to stop sharing my screen for a minute here, yeah. just I don't think we need to. Yeah. So, I mean, well, the other thing that we try to do is be, you know, all ears when it comes to services and products that our customers want. We're not opposed to, you know, adding a loan type. We're not opposed to, you know, taking a look at how we do this or how we do that or making it easier for people to use. I know we have a couple of reports that were exclusively related to our land resellers. The other thing that we do, we have one particular very large land reseller. I mean, has 200 notes on the, on the system, you know, that partners with other investors. And so he's able to manage a growing a portfolio that's much larger than he'd be able to do on his own because he's got investors and partners in every deal. And every investor and partner that's involved gets their check just like he does, direct deposit to their bank account. So there's a ton of tools that are available. We have another group that are buying and reselling portfolios, you know, that are about 20 loans. They'll sell them off in bulk. So we've got, we've got the one land investor that's building the portfolio in bulk. And then when they sell it, we've got the same accounting system set up for the buyer investor and their partners in those relationships as yeah. well. So we really built, you know, we really built the model around not just one guy making loans at, with this, you know, with this, sales portfolio, but really how do you build your land business and grow it effectively and not have to, you know, not have to figure out how you're going to manage the, the collection and the distribution of cash. I could see you could even maybe use this if you're borrowing money from private investors on some of your land deals that you're buying, right? You could track the note inside of Zimple Money as well. Absolutely. You could be the lender or the borrower. Yeah. That's, that's really... One thing, I, one thing I wanted to clarify, we only got like three minutes left. The the document management. So I can, for a particular land deal, I can upload documents, the contracts, the notes, deeds, whatever, in there so that my borrower can see them, right? Yep. Wanted to ask you real quick about support. What, uh, how do people get help when they're stuck or they need, they're confused or how does your support work at Simple Money? Well, generally they can call or they can email. We usually encourage people to use the click buttons that are on the system because we have more eyes on those than we have people responding to emails and phone calls. So literally, if you, you know, if you're in your contract, there is a button there that says contract support. That ties into the loan that you were looking at. It gives you an opportunity to, you know, ask a question and somebody will get back to you. When if it's a complicated answer, they'll call you. If it's a simple answer, which most you know, again, most of them are like my camera, you know, press F6. <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Any final words before we wrap this up? Register today. <laughs> Start you. Oh, the other, yeah, the one other thing, don't, you know, we're, we don't want to encourage every, anybody to stop outright whatever they're doing, but you can register. It costs you 20 bucks a month. Get a loan set up. Start using it. Try it for yourself. You know, there, we don't have any long-term obligation. There's no, you know, there's no commitment beyond that. You want to become a merchant after you give it a try, we're happy to process that. Excellent. And the website again is zimplemoney.com slash land sellers. Zimplemoney.com slash land sellers. Guys, I, I didn't ask these guys for any kind of commissions. And I, I just wanted a tool that I could use for my own business. And I thought this looks pretty cool. Let's get it on the podcast. I'm going to add this video into my course as well. Um, I encourage you guys to check it out. Try it out. Don't move all your notes over to it right away. The next note that you create, put it in here in this platform and test it out and take it for a spin. Super helpful. Thank you, guys. Paul, Steve, and Ted, thank you very much. Thanks, Joe. Thanks so much, Joe. All right. We'll see you. We'll see you all later, guys. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.